Yo, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Big Citrix Podcast. And today, no other than Reverie in the building, straight out of Northeast LA. Yeah, yeah. Highland Park to be exact, right? Highland Park to be exact. So is it Reverie or is it Reverie Love? Because I know you were doing both before, right? Reverie. But I just have Reverie Love as my handles, my social media handles, because whenever there's a new social media, I go to get the name Reverie and it's taken. Yeah. So now it's Reverie Love. <laughs> Reverie Love, that's <laughs> on right. On everything. Yeah, Twitter, tight. Instagram, TikTok, <laughs> Facebook, everything's Reverie Love. That's right, yeah. that's right. Okay, so today, you know, we want to get into your uh, your newest album, Where the Dark Side Ends. Yeah. But before that, I know you were overseas yes. for a couple months. So yes. why don't you uh, give us a little rundown how that was? Because I know hip-hop is like getting really huge out there, right? Yeah, they love hip-hop in Europe. It's a really beautiful scene out there. I was in Germany, France, Switzerland, Belgium, and then we had a little vacation in Spain after nice. the whole tour was over. <laughs> it was a long tour, the longest tour I've ever done out there. And I was out there with DJ Lala and in Crip Los Angeles. Um, DJ Lala is my DJ, obviously, yeah. and then Encrypt is my photographer, videographer. Right. She was doing tour managing um, for this tour. Oh, damn. Yeah, so it was three of us, the three of us, and we've toured so many times together, so it's always yeah. just so much fun when us girls it's get just together. Family. Yeah, it's, it's just it. family. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a party for two months. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, so it was amazing. We did so many shows. We did, I think there was 19 shows. So we performed in front of thousands of people within uh, a couple months, and it, it was a beautiful run. It was for sure one of my favorite tours. Yeah, no, I saw on your Instagram, I saw some of the stuff that, you know, the pictures you were posting. Yeah. I was, man, it, it looks cracking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my fans are crazy. They're so crazy. Yeah, so how, yeah. Do you, how do you see your fans out there compared to the ones out here in the States? I would say that people always ask me that question, and I always have to say that I think that the love is definitely the same from both places yeah. for me because I know a lot of American rappers that go out there to tour and they say oh Europe shows way more love than America they love um, they love American rappers more than America does but for me I don't know because you, in you America they love way. me yeah, yeah like my fans love, love me here and over there they love me too yeah. and it's the same thing I say that the biggest difference is the language that's yeah. it the only difference is the language and then most of the people at the show speak English too. But you'll have like a handful of yeah. people that'll come and they can't even talk to me. They're yeah. just like, I love you in French. And they can't, you know. Sign language. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, feel the, you feel the vibe. Yeah, as long, as, long as you feel the energy, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's the same. Like people screaming my lyrics, people jumping yeah, up and down, yeah, mosh singing, pins, people wearing my Satori to your, mom. Your, to your hooks and yeah, everything. Yeah, right? all that. People with tattoos of my lyrics. Like <laughs> everything. <laughs> Overseas, like they do all the stuff that they do over here. It's beautiful going over there. Man, that's yeah. yeah, that's dope, man. Yeah, I was I was watching all that. I was like, man, yeah, I know she's having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> it was fun. And, and what are uh, um five things that you always have to bring with you on tour? Oh, Teddy bears man. or anything like that? <laughs> oh my god, I for sure have a packing list because you know I think that was like my fourteenth trip going over uh -huh. there in the last like six years, I think. 
Um, so by now I have a packing list because yeah. the first, let's say like <laughs> seven times at least I didn't have a packing list and I'll always forget stuff. So I have this long list yeah. and it's like by categories, like makeup, clothes, clothes for the show, shoes, accessories. Like I have everything. Man. Like, so I, I have to bring everything. Like there's not, I couldn't even name five things. <laughs> like, you gotta, you gotta pay extra. To you gotta pay extra on the airfare. Oh yeah, for sure. I always have to pay for check bags. A hundred percent. Man, that's crazy. All of us, all of the girls, like whenever we get to the the weight when we put in our suitcases, we know it's gonna be like a big drama. Yeah, because <laughs> we're always it's over the weight or it's too big or whatever. Like, <laughs> and do you ever get nervous? Do you still get nervous? Oh yeah, I still get nervous. Yeah. I get nervous every time before I perform. Yeah, even if it's just like for like a school, like yeah. the kids, or you know. But the where I get the most is where people don't know who I am. Where everyone doesn't know who I am, yeah, and that that rarely happens because when they're my shows, usually I'm the headliner. They already know. Yeah, but yeah. let's say I perform at a festival, or let's say I perform at a, a college where there's uh. an event with other artists, you know, and I know, yeah, or like at a corporate event or something like that. You oh, know? especially corporate events. <laughs> yes, it's like all the white people in the suits. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna hate me, but they always love me, and it's it, that's when it's more of a challenge when the people yeah. don't know who I am. Well, it's your energy too that comes across with so yeah. people that don't know you, and then you're talent you know it's like yeah. you, you come across and automatically people just start feeling it yeah yeah you yeah know? people can't deny the realness real talk you know, real my talk. music is about my life and people feel it you could hear it and you could see it when i perform it you yeah know? exactly mm -hmm. okay so let's uh let's get into your your new album where the dark side ends um what was what was the process like? You know, creating that album because I know you, you get really personal on this album yeah it's like, oh, like I, this is actually me, the seems, windbreaker oh that's dope I mean, yeah, that, that's a sick ass album cover too. Thank you. I was tripping on that when I first saw it. I was like, man, Thank that's you. tight. Yeah, the process. Oh my god, it was actually three years in the making. Yeah. So Loudon produced the whole thing. Loudon is my little brother. Yeah, shout out to Loudon Beats. Yeah, shout out yeah. to Loudon. And um, we were working on it for three years. We hadn't dropped an album for two and a half years. The last album we dropped together was called Satori, mm -hmm. and that was also the year that I dropped my clothing line, Satori yeah. Mob. It was a crazy year for me, but. We didn't drop any albums since then. We had just been working on this one. And like I was telling you before we started the podcast, I have just been touring so much. Like, it's already been, I want to say, three, four years now that I've been yeah. nonstop touring. Like, I don't see anybody touring as much as I tour. Yeah, like, no, it's real I talk. Really <laughs> like, it. I, yeah, like, I'm in high demand right now. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. But at the same time, it takes away from me creating music and from creating music yeah. videos. It takes away from me running my clothing line. So luckily I have um, help with all that. But at the same time, what, how I was also telling you is like, the touring and the shows, it's like it, the cash comes now, but yeah. it's the short term. Yeah. But what's going to bring me farther in the long term is the music. The music, yeah. So I'm really trying Roll to. Roll and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'm trying to learn how to balance that more. And I've actually turned down so many shows and so many tours within the past couple of years. And every year I say, well, I'm going to tour less. But it's just, yeah. <laughs> then they're like, you want to yeah, go to this new country, this new city. I'm like, take me. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's exciting. You know, it's exciting. It's not, it's not so much that it's hard to turn down the money, but it's just hard to turn down the opportunity, you know. But so anyways, point being that I didn't have a lot of time to make music. So we finally got everything together and we packaged the album. When we dropped it, we dropped seven music videos in seven days. There's 13 tracks on the album and every single video has a music. Every single song has a music video. 
that's yeah. Dope. And me and my brother actually have a production company now, a video production company now, and it's called Every Level Media. So we produced almost all the music videos yeah. for this album, Where the Dark Side Ends, and the fans loved it. They loved the rollout. They loved the diversity of the videos, the tracks. Yeah. Like I said, it's a very personal album. Yeah. So it was really interesting since it was three years in the making it was really interesting releasing songs that were three years old yeah because it's like stuff that i already for the most part processed yeah. but then i had to revisit it you right. know and it was just like really hard and i released it while i was on tour in europe so it was crazy because yeah. the time zone difference yeah exactly the best time yeah. the best time for me to post is like between five and like eight p.m uh-huh. here so that's like over there you really late like six had in to the morning it out different, over there <laughs> I was up till six in the morning, eight in the morning. Oh my god, it was I was so tired, <laughs> but we did it, and and, the, and it came out great. Everything's great. And and what about like like now? Okay, your fans, you know, because I know you you've been catching a, a lot of heat from the fans too, like fans that that like that that are used to the old Reverie style. Yeah. And now you got you know the new style mm-hmm. that you've been doing. You know, and like how do you, what do you, what do you got to say to them? Like do do you, do you, I mean. I know you catch a lot of heat for that. Yeah. But I know you also reply back to them mm-hmm. in a real, I don't know, like I've seen a couple of your posts where you where, where people are getting on you, but I've seen the way you reply back to them. And it's really like, you kind of put them in their place, but in a real humble, in a real humble way. Yeah. You know, so like, what do you got to say to that though? Like, I just feel like people online have so much to say online that they would never say in your face. And I feel like the people that are complaining about my new style haven't heard my music for the last five years because I've been rapping over modern beats. It's been actually six years now. My first project that I did that was all modern beats was called Russian Roulette. And it was six, it's six years old now. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that I'm allowed to evolve as an artist, you know, you and to. yeah, you have to. Yeah. And I am traveling so much and meeting thousands and thousands and thousands of people every single year. And if people think that it's possible to not evolve and come, come, like come into being this completely different person, then that's because they don't know anything about living that life yeah exactly you know what it's like because you travel and you meet yeah. so many people you're gonna turn into a different person you're gonna turn you into grow. a different artist you grow yeah, as you an grow. artist as a person exactly so people want me to sound like I did when I was 19 I'm like yo it's I'm like, 29 yeah. now like there's no way I'm gonna sound like I did back then I don't wanna sound like I did back then cause <laughs> yeah. I was lost I was on drugs I was homeless I was slinging drugs like, I was getting in fights I was getting just all these bad things you ever go like, back and you listen to some of your stuff and you're like damn yes oh my god you know what's so funny yesterday I just actually re-released my first mixtape ever uh-huh. cause this is the 10 year anniversary nice. it's called Castle in the Air and so yesterday I bumped the whole album like out loud yeah. and I was like oh my god I was so crazy <laughs> I was like this is so embarrassing <laughs> it was like when I made that album I thought I was in this my state of mind was this was before I made uh-huh. any money off music before I had anything that I do not like it was just a dream when I made this yeah. album but I remember I was listening to like a lot of Eminem and I just thought like oh I was just gonna say the craziest shit to make people listen 
you know yeah. and then so when you hear when i heard the album i was like oh my god i was saying the craziest shit <laughs> but everyone listened so i did i did the right way but it's just funny to hear me 10 years ago yeah. you know yeah no that's a trip you know it's like, yeah you've grown so much though you know? yeah As and an i was Arizona crazy person. yeah i was like a really crazy person <laughs> like now i'm like i'm very chill now and i'm just straight professional. Coming, coming out of the highland park <laughs> yeah before it was gentrified so right? i was a, a wild one <laughs> yeah hell yeah yeah so so um, on, on, the, on the new album, Where the Dark Side Ends, what made you come up with that title? You know, it was inspired by the book, Where the Sidewalk Ends by uh, Shel Silverstein. Okay. And that was one of the books that I read so much when I was little. That was one of the books that really influenced me and my poetry when I first started writing as a kid. Uh-huh. And actually, the album cover has me and Loudon on it. But originally, it was not going to be like that. Originally, we wanted to mimic the the cover of where the sidewalk ends there's mm-hmm. two kids and they're looking over the cliff where the sidewalk ends so it was gonna be me and Loudon looking over the cliff but uh-huh. it just didn't really work out so then um it turned into the cover that we have now which is amazing i love it yeah no it's dope yeah, yeah but that's was- where the inspiration from the title for that's where the title came because yeah. i knew that i wanted it to be like i wanted it to be about me closing the chapter of my life that was the chapter of my life that was me feeling sorry for myself basically because that's how i felt for so long and i always blame my problems on everybody else oh it's because my mom raised me like this and she hit me oh it's because my dad left me oh it's because this person did me dirty this way or this person did that and that wrong everyone's it's all their fault like and i just didn't even realize that there's another way to look at that right. you know and now i see that everything's my fault you know and when i was a kid it was not all my fault it was well, a lot of my parents fault well, you know but we, we make we make decisions sometimes exactly. you know that it's just you know that and yeah. then we, we tend to blame other people but at the end of the day it's exactly. like once you start once you start um uh owning up to your decisions and you start figuring that out, then yes. you got to stop feeling sorry for yourself and you move on. Yes, that's exactly you know? what it was. Yeah. But you see, I barely made that realization like within the last like year or two of yeah. my life. But when you do that, it's a whole nother life now. Yes. <laughs> right? So that's why I had to name it that. I was like, this is the end. This is where this I stopped blaming other people. Like, this is this is it. Like, And I suffered with like depression my whole life and shit. And, and I just really, over the past couple years, I've really been working on conquering that shit and I don't feel depressed all the time now. Like I don't, I really feel like depression is like a habit. And when you grow up in a dysfunctional household, like most people do in LA, especially then that's just kind of what you're used to. But like I said, I've been working on my growth. I've been working on my spirituality. I've been working on evolution and becoming a, a better woman, a better friend, a better sister, better businesswoman. And in the process, I've really come to, figure out how to really defeat my depression for the most part. Like I don't feel like killing myself anymore. I don't abuse drugs and alcohol anymore. I don't surround myself with people that are going to hurt me anymore. And and I don't play the victim anymore. And that's another thing too, you know, it's the people you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times um, people just don't want to see you happy. So the people yeah. around you, a lot of times they want to see you down and they bring that bad energy around, you know, and, and, yeah. and, I, and you know, and that's a big problem in this country and around the world, depression, you know, a lot of people don't, don't talk about it, but it's, it's mm-hmm. real shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you got to snap out of it somehow yeah. some, and, there's, and you got to figure out how, you know, like I know for you that writing lyrics and all that stuff helps, right? Definitely. My music is my therapy. It's always been a form of therapy and I, I think it always will be. 
Yeah, yeah. that's dope, man. Yeah, I wish that people would encourage people to find more artistic outlets to let out their frustrations and their confusion because that shit really helps. Yeah, and that's what we... <laughs> you know. I, yeah, no, that real talk because, you know, I've been yeah. there too, you know, and that's another <laughs> one of the reasons we wanted to talk about the song uh, on uh, track 13, The Great Depression, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it's like... Um, was that the uh, the last track they did thirteen because is a significant number or or is just you just wanted to end it off like that? You know, it kind of just it landed like that. It kind of just ended up there, and, it, and the funny part is that that was actually originally going to be number one. Oh, okay. And then I had arranged the album in a specific order, and then I was talking to Loudon about it, and I was like, "What do you think of this order?" Because of whatever we were just talking about yeah. it. And he was like, no, I think you should rearrange it to make it like this. And then he gave me this idea, and I was like, you know what, you're right. I, I, yeah, you're totally right. And so I rearranged the album, and then it was so weird that that ended up being the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it ended up being the, the big bang at the end, yeah. you know? And, yeah, that that song, that song, yeah, I was I was definitely still still dealing with, with my depression at, at that point. I wrote that song. A year ago, this uh-huh. month, actually. Oh, wow. It was the last song that I wrote in 2018. Man, I can't believe it's about to be another yeah, year. Yeah, another year went by. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it's Goes crazy. by faster it, every year. It's a thing, yeah, in the blink of an eye. Yeah. yeah it's like, shoot. Man, that, no, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? The, one of the things is good, though, that you're dealing with all this and you're talking about it because you're going to mm-hmm. help a lot of people. Yeah. You're helping a lot of people, really, like, Go through, go through their depression. Yeah, that's the hopes. You know, and so you know that's that's you know that's one thing that a lot of people don't talk about, and that's yeah, and that's a good thing that you you know you're you're straight up about it, you know. Yeah, you're not yeah. Afraid to talk about it. Yeah, I was afraid to talk about it for a long time, and I would just talk about it in my music. But as I've gotten older, and as I realized that I could help people, now I'm just like, man, I have to fucking talk about this shit because yeah. if I could just save one person a day. I'm doing a great job, you know, we'll and talk. that's people ask me, like, what's my favorite part about doing this whole music thing? And I always say, like, the number one best thing is knowing that I'm helping people. Exactly. Like, it's like my job. A lot of rappers just rap to rap and they inspire people with what they're doing for yeah. sure. But I feel like my music is just really different because it really heals people. And I feel like my job is like a vocation. Like, I really, yeah. really feel like that. I feel like it's a very important thing what I'm doing, and I always have to just keep that in mind. Yeah, because yeah. I've heard a lot of stories of, of uh, young ladies that always say that that that, that uh, Reverie's lyrics help them. Yeah. You know, like, I'm, I'm, like I've seen it. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard it, you know? Yeah. Because I know cool. a lot of people that are big fans of yours, you know? Yeah. So they've always said that, you know, like, yeah, Reverie's lyrics always, has always helped me. You know, like, yeah. I, I listen to her music, and I get through a lot of hard times. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. that's dope. Yeah, it's really a blessing. Yeah, it's it really- is. And and uh, let's talk about uh, Loudon. So I, I mean, yeah. I know you know him for a long time. He's like, bro- <laughs> so is, I know you say he's your brother. He's like your little brother. He's my real brother. <laughs> he's a real brother. We came out of so the same it, vagina. Yeah, so that's your brother then. Okay, blood brother. We grew up in the same house. Like, we know like, people. Oh, my brother from another mother. Yeah, brother. I know. So you guys are real brothers, brother and sister. Yeah, people always ask us that. They're that's like, are dope. you guys really brother and sister? I'm like, yeah, really. Man, that, how is that though to work with your sibling? It's amazing, you know. I, I love Loudon so much. I'm so proud of him. He, w- like I said, you know, we grew up in Highland Park, yeah. so we got into a lot of trouble. Not everybody that grows up in Highland Park gets into trouble, but we did. Yeah. We got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> you know, my parents got divorced when I was four, and my dad he got remarried and he had another family. Yeah. So we were just there with my mom, you know. And my dad left my mom the house, but 
you know, she had to go to work every day and pay yeah, for the mortgage yeah, exactly, and pay yeah. for the school, pay for the clothes, pay for the food. Yeah. So we didn't have a lot of guidance. We didn't have enough guidance. And we just but got the caught street, up the in streets. the gang life. Yeah, the streets. Yeah. Yeah. We got caught up in the streets. We were... We were smoking meth. We were smoking <laughs> crack. Loudon was on heroin. Damn. Fucking all that shit. He was smoking PCP. Like, we were all Man, to see you guys now, what you're doing now. Yeah. Like, man, that's amazing. We were lost. Like, we were completely lost. Like, like we all have gotten shot at. Like, and yeah. just, it was just, my brothers were in and out of juvenile hall. And it was just a really, really terrible time growing up when I was in my teenage years. It got really bad. So, Man. I was there with my brother from all, through all that shit, you know, and so to see where we are now, yeah, like fuck, like I thought I was gonna be dead by like nineteen max. Well, I mean that's usually max. the statistics, you know, and, and, <laughs> yeah. and LA, you know, it's like yeah. man, you're lucky you make it to twenty one. Yeah, you know, so it's like man, to see you guys get to where you're at now yeah. and then do what you got touring the world, yeah, that's amazing. That's a you know that's a that's a that's a whole movie in the making right there. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it really is. It's like a I'm so proud of my brother. It's it's a it's a really a miracle. It's really a miracle. Yeah. Like honestly, when I was a teenager, I really specifically have the memory of of literally telling myself like, like oh don't worry about your brother anymore because he's he's you can't like worry about him because he's gone. You thought he was like a lost case or something. Yeah, like I had to like emotionally disconnect myself from both of my brothers because I have a, yeah. another brother from the same parents that lived with us as well. Uh-huh. And I literally just was like, I was just, my heart was broken so many times uh-huh. over and over and over. And so I just had to just be like, you know what? They have, they're going to do their own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. And I can't worry about them. I can't let them keep affecting yeah. what I'm doing and how I'm feeling, you know? And even though I was doing the same shit, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's just sad when I hear my little brothers yeah. are doing it. You know, it's a completely different story. Yeah. And it just made me just feel so bad. And, Anyways, point being, we came a long way. We came yeah. a long way, and I, I basically got reunited with my brothers, and it's been a beautiful journey. It's been yeah. a beautiful journey, and I'm just so proud of both of them. My other brother's doing good, too. He lives in Seattle. Right. He has a son now. Okay. So I'm a tia so tia, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, she's such a G. She actually packed up her life and left. She moved to Seattle. Uh-huh. She moved us to Seattle because okay. my brothers were in and out of jail like, for a few years, and then I told her, I was like, look, my brother, they're louder, and he's about to be 18, so he's going to die, or he's going to go to prison. Uh, so I think we need to move yeah. far. Because some of my friends' parents would move them, but, like, to, like, cut it, yeah, yeah, yeah. die, yeah, you know. Yeah, but it's, like, really <laughs> They come back on the bus, like, yeah, in, like, a week. It's, it's real easy access to get back, though. Exactly. Yeah. So and, she moved yeah. us to Washington State, two states away. And honestly, that shit saved our lives. It's beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. I've been out there a couple of times. I like it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's amazing. Like really chill and stuff. And she's still up there with my brother yeah, and my nephew. So, and how did your mom, what did your mom say about all your success now and everything? You oh, guys she's, doing she's so excited. Yeah. She's always, my mom's really dope. Like she was such a hardworking woman and, and when we were younger. And still is. She still yeah. works hard and, and she's up there helping my brother with his son. And I was actually just up there a couple weeks ago with them. It sucks being away from them, but yeah. I know that that's just part of life, you know? Yeah. People just get taken different places, and 
she she's she's always been supportive yeah. though you know for but for the first few years she didn't want to hear my music uh, because it's sad <laughs> she was like yeah she didn't want to reminisce on that yeah, yeah like yeah sometimes i talk about her in my music she would get really mad she's like yeah. why do you talk about me she's like what you perform your music at, at the show and i'm there everyone looks at me when you talk about me i'm like oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> i'm like look i'm not lying though okay so <laughs> yeah well you know you're just keeping it 100 you know you're, <laughs> exactly. letting, out, you're letting out your true feelings come out yeah you know, true story yeah like when i make my music like it's never to like attack people it's just like i'm just telling my truth exactly i'm just telling and everybody in my life yeah. knows that i write about my life so if you want to be in yeah. my life yeah i'm you, gonna you, tell you the story ready for it. Yeah. yeah like yeah. whatever that story is good or bad like i have a lot of both in my music and and one thing about you you always keep it 100 mm-hmm. yeah that's you know that's that's I mean, that's the best way to do it. You know, just be straight yeah. up with people. Especially be straight up to yourself. To yourself, yeah. That's you gotta the be true. most You got to be true to yourself. That's the biggest lesson yeah. I learned this last year. Be honest with exactly. myself. Yeah. Because that will get you lost lying to yourself. <laughs> 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 no, I can imagine losing, man. <laughs> so, you know, I, I know uh, a lot of people always uh, talk about ghostwriters and all that stuff. Do you mm-hmm. believe in ghostwriters? Mm. I mean, it's just... Ghostwriters have always been a thing and they will always be a thing. And I think a lot of people don't realize that when you're signed to a major label, the major label doesn't give a fuck about the artist. Yeah. The major level, the major label doesn't give a fuck about the artist's artistry. Money. Yeah, they want to make right. money and then they want to make more money and then they want to exploit the artist more and get every single thing that they can out of them yeah. because it's a big corporate business yeah, and that's business, just how yeah. it is. And nowadays... The rules are, if you get signed to a major label, you're going to have people helping you write. Yeah. Whether it's 100% or 15% or 5%, whatever. There's, I don't think there's any rapper out today that doesn't have at least some kind of little bit of writing helping them. You could be a really dope writer, but the Mm -hmm. label will still come in and say, well, you know what, maybe we should try changing those lyrics around a little bit yeah. on this part you know maybe make a little bit more uh, mainstream or whatever you know yeah. it's like oh I don't know if that, un- that it sounds too underground that might not work you know so they start exactly. pu- trying to put the little input in yeah cause it's <laughs> a product around, yeah. yeah like they don't care about your art like yeah. they care about making money so they're gonna have they're gonna get the most out of it yeah, you exactly. know and that's just how it is and I'm I'm not against it um I don't have a ghostwriter. Yeah. I write all my lyrics yeah, I was myself. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm already knowing you come off a hundred. Like I was saying, you're a hundred percent. Yeah, like I, I, but I'm indie, yeah. you know. So when I do get signed, I think yeah. I probably they'll make me have a writer, yeah. you know, or you two of, or whatever, you know. What do you think of the whole thing now with indie? Like now the way the game is set up for independent artists, you think it's 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 helping, right? Oh yeah, I think it's a great time to be an independent artist. I just think it really depends on what you want to get out of it. And I feel like I was against major labels for a long time, but the bigger that my music's getting, the more I'm understanding it because I am an indie artist. So that means I'm managing every single thing that's around me. I'm managing the releases. I'm managing the video production. I'm managing my merchandise. I'm managing the videos. I'm managing my social media. I'm managing everything. And it's a really a lot of work. It is. So every year I'm like hiring more and more people, more and more. I'm actually about to hire another person to help my team because it's just too much work. That's dope. You're building your own empire right now. Yeah, it is. At the same time, it is, though. It's a lot of work, but but you're building your own empire. Empire. Yeah, but I I just feel like I'm I'm a I'm about to be at this level where I think it is gonna go there, yeah. and it's just because 
I work really hard. Yeah, and, and now yeah, because you're at, I'm in high demand. You're at a level where you can pick and choose now. Yeah, remember mm-hmm. we were talking about that earlier, and is and, and that's dope when you get to yeah. that level because now you you know you you could pretty much run the whole show. Yeah, on your own. Exactly. I mean, you so, got a team, but <laughs> I do. But, but but at the end of the day, it's it, you're running the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so you get to have the people you want on your side. Yeah. People you don't want on your side. Mm-hmm. You, know? you keep all the positive energy. Get all the get rid of the negative energy. You know? Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Got to keep the team solid. Yeah, exactly. That's that. I mean, a lot. I of have people an amazing team. A lot of people don't understand that. You know, it's like you could have thirty people around you and not really be doing anything mm-hmm. for you or do. You know, you got three people and you could just blow it up big. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, it's just yeah, it's just it's it's just. It's just crazy the way it is, but you get you, you do have to have a, a solid team. Yeah. Uh, and what about um? Let's, let's go to uh, what are your your top uh five dead or alive rappers? Um. Oh man, my top five shit. Um, like right now or like of all time? Just all time. Of all time, ding. Of all time, I guess it would just be my favorites. My favorites that I've always had. My favorites is Tupac. Mers, um, atmosphere, and you know, right now I'm really into Young Thug, yeah. and I guess the fifth would be Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, yeah. I would say those are pre- yeah. my my top five. I grew up heavy listening to um, Mers, Atmosphere, and Tupac. For oh. sure, like those were like my top. Oh, and yeah, those still, are the ones that had like the biggest influence. Yeah, those yeah. were like my top, and I still love their music, yeah. and I still follow them, and and they like my music. Obviously, yeah. not Tupac, but um, <laughs> well, Slug. he might. I know <laughs> yeah, he's looking world. down. <laughs> yeah, in the other world, you never know. Yeah, Slug shows me love. That's Slug dope. from Atmosphere and Merz shows me so much love. It's it's really cool. Like I I grew up listening to them like. Every single day yeah. in my headphones blasting. Like, they're the main <laughs> reasons why I started rapping, honestly. Like, so it's really cool to be embraced by them now. And then, yeah, but recently I, I listen to a lot of Young Thug. Yeah. I listen to him, like, every day. I would say I listen to him every day. Kendrick Lamar is just exceptional. Yeah. Like, fucking exceptional. Yeah, his skills like, are crazy. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> crazy there's... Crazy skills, yeah. Yeah, like, I think he's <laughs> one of the best ever of our generation yeah. like for sure yeah not real talk yeah mm-hmm. no, I, believe, I, I say that too you know, my son yeah. too is a big fan <laughs> mm-hmm. he's amazing and, and yeah you know he's been bumping your album too oh, so cool. he's like man this is, you know, our album's dope <laughs> yeah. So, yeah which it is you know and, and like Hell I yeah. said you get you know like really personal on a lot of stuff mm-hmm. so it's like it's, it's it's refreshing you know to hear because like, nowadays a lot of rappers they rap about stuff but they're not rapping about anything yeah it's just you know bars just bars, you know, mm-hmm. and which is dope. It's cool, you know. Yeah. Everybody got their thing, but I like to hear a lot of time messages, and I like to hear yeah. people's personal life stories. You know, yeah, it's interesting to see where you came from. Yeah, you know? it is. It's so very it's, uh, interesting. It's, it's good, yeah. And um, okay, well, uh, let me see. Uh, let me see right here. This is one that we were talking about earlier, and and I know a lot of people are talking about the 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 on your Instagram. You guys had some shots. Obviously, with wearing some uh, hospital gear, you know, you guys are like nurses. <laughs> you guys are roaming around. Were you on set, or were you, or was it, or was it a, a, a real hospital? <laughs> and I know a lot of people were like, "Damn!" Because even I was like, "God damn!" <laughs> we were on set. We were on set. 
it was me and Gavlin and DJ Lala. Oh my God, we I did a, a song and a video with Unified Highway, and <laughs> it's 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 that was the video shoot. I I, I invited my homegirls to be in the video shoot because yeah. uh, they're my homegirls. Like DJ Lala, I tour with her everywhere, yeah. and then Gavlin, it's we've dope, done. Yeah. I think we've done three European tours together, and I just do a lot of work with Gavlin, and the three of us we're just like. We don't just work together. We're like actually friends. Yeah, like we hang out outside of business. Yeah, you can tell you know? right away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell you guys are good, man. Yeah, That's tight. so every time I get an opportunity for us to get together, that I think is also going to be a good business opportunity. The chemistry's I'm like, right. Yeah, the chemistry's yeah. right. They're good at what they do, and we yeah. all work together. So the more people see us together, the better, you know. Yeah, exactly. And, and I and I'm like the type of person like I don't show a lot of love to people that I don't fuck with. Yeah, you know. So you always see me with the same people well, you keep all the it real. time. Exactly. <laughs> Because I know who my real poop, my yeah, real ones exactly. are, and you know. And you <laughs> so, have an album out with Gavlin too, right? It's actually a, a in the works. Songs. It's that we have an album in the works. But we haven't announced song it, out, so. Right? But I know you got one song out, right? We do have one song out. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm leaking the message. Oh my god. <laughs> She's gonna kill me though. <laughs> I know you. Oh, but we are. We're working on an album. <laughs> so we were on set that day, and we we did this really cool video. I think the video's coming out in January, okay. um, if I'm not mistaken. But afterwards, after we shot, we were like, can we mess around in here? And then they're like, sure. And then they're like, like, what the fuck are they going to do? You know? And then we made all these funny yeah. skits. No, was, uh, I got to say, they were really steamy videos. <laughs> <laughs> There's no I other know. way to put it. <laughs> and then it was so embarrassing because we, we left when we were done. And they're like, can we see what you made? I'm like, no. <laughs> Well, yeah, check my Instagram, man. Eh? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. That was so dope. funny. <laughs> so, let's talk about also your, your clothing lines, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Satori Mob, right? Satori Mob is and my then, streetwear brand. And then you have another one called uh, uh, Sassy Party? Yeah, Sassy yeah. Party. That's my new one. That's a women's brand. So, my Satori Mob, I've had for two years now. I, I established it in 2017. And... When I was creating that brand, actually before I created that brand, I always made shirts. I've been pressing shirts for a few years now, but they would just say Reverie on okay, them. Yeah, like the, that's it. Name, like yeah. it was just a rapper merch, like the yeah. typical rapper merch. And then eventually I decided that I wanted to make a brand that was more yeah. than just Reverie. Like yeah. I was just tired of that's it. That's as far as it would go. And I just wanted to make a brand. And so originally I had a couple other brand names that I was going to go with. And originally, I just wanted to make a streetwear brand like Hustle, you yeah. know, fuck bitches get money, like <laughs> the typical <laughs> rapper shit. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then I realized, like, I had this fucking moment when I was in, I'll never forget it. I was in Germany and I had been plotting on this, this, on the name of my brand for like two years. Yeah. It was like a two year project. And I kept making these brands and then I was, and I didn't release them because I was like, no, it just didn't feel right. Didn't feel right. And I was getting like anxious because yeah. I was like, when am I going to think of a fucking name? <laughs> like, it's been two years now. Like, I should just, I should just go with when one. When it comes you know? to it, it just comes to you. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I had this moment. I had this moment when I, I was in Germany and I was on the, I was on this intersection on the, on the corner, I'll never forget. And I was high as fuck. And, <laughs> and I was just tripping out. I was like, Whoa, it was like one of those moments like where I was just trying, I was like, I can't believe I'm in Germany, what the fuck? This is crazy. And I was just looking around and then I just like, my eyes started locking on all the logos everywhere and all the brands, like yeah. on the bus and on the jackets and all the, and then I just had, I was like, oh my God, I was like, you know what? I think the reason I can't think about what I want my brand to mean is because I'm looking at it the wrong way. Because that was like the moment when it clicked to me 
that it, what everybody was wearing was a representation of themselves. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, it has to be something that really represents me. And I represent more than fuck bitches get money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I will definitely make a shirt like that too. Don't get me wrong. But my music means more <laughs> means more than that, you know? And so that's when I was like, oh shit, it needs to be something like deeper. <laughs> so then I was like another whole like six months trying to think of what that could be though, you know? Yeah. But that was the moment where I realized like it needs to mean something powerful. And so that's why my logo is inspired by the yin yang yeah. it's like the balance you know and and so balance of life yeah the balance of life so <laughs> yeah. i wanted to i decided that i wanted to make something that when people looked at it they would be like oh that's really interesting why did you make that oh the yeah. balance oh the yin yang oh i know what that is exactly. and i'm like yeah so that people could it just makes people think in a more philosophical way instead of like just about getting the bag you yeah, know exactly. which is there's nothing wrong with that i'm trying to get the bag too you know yeah. but i'm just more complex than just that you know yep. And then my sassy party, people always tell me they love my outfits, okay? <laughs> That's because like, you're, you're into fashion too, right? Yes, I love fashion. Oh, my God. So women are always asking, oh, where'd you get that? Oh, I want that. Where'd you get that? I was like, you know what? I'm going to make my own women's brand, you know? Yeah. And so I did. And I barely launched it like in July of this year. Yeah. It's only four months old. And um, we have like, I think we have like almost 3,000 followers on Instagram. And we have sold out of so many items already. And we're shipping almost half the stuff out internationally. Damn. So that's been really that interesting. So, and women's clothing, for some reason, just sells. Especially yeah. if you got a... You got a dope, uh, dope fashion sense to it, you know. Yeah. So it's like, man, it's been really interesting seeing seeing how this brand is unfolding, and it and I'm a lot better at branding because it's my second brand now yeah. too, you know that I, that I've launched. But but I was just, I was not expecting that. I thought that most of the customers were gonna be from the United States, and but I swear to God, like half of them are going overseas. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, that's, that's, it's just it's dope. cool. Yeah, it's really dope. Yeah, no, congratulations <laughs> on that. Thank you. And, and, I mean, everything that's been going on. You know, yeah, okay. Thank you. That's it. It's so exciting yeah. i'm so excited i'm so grateful and blessed to have all the support you yeah, know what exactly. i mean because i wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff if yeah. people weren't going to buy it or yeah. weren't going to represent it you know and it's just such a blessing it's so humbling well, i mean all your fans you know they 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 really look up to you and they yeah. and they really believe in you and they believe in, their, in all your dreams i know it's such you know, a so it's, when you got people <laughs> like that you got a solid fan base like that yeah you're set yeah you it's a so beautiful gonna be, so you're gonna grateful. be doing this for life yeah <laughs> that's that's exactly what i'm gonna do all right, so you know, last question before we roll out. Um, we, want, we always ask all all, all our uh, guests, you know, if you could pick an animal that you can reincarnate into, what would it be and why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But could I pick where I'm gonna be too? Yeah, or just too. animal. <laughs> okay, then I have a really funny one, and I, I always say the same answer because people have asked me like, uh -huh. what animal would you be? I would be a pig. Yeah, because pigs are free. so cute. <laughs> what? What? Because you can roam free anyway. Yeah, because I could just sleep all day. Nobody gonna judge you. Mud baths. Yeah, chilling, <laughs> eating grass all day with my friends in yeah. the sun. Just be so cute and like, I just love pigs. I I don't know why. For some reason, I just cute. love them. Yeah, they're so cute. Like, I would be a pig for sure. Especially when they're little small. <laughs> yeah. As though so. A little piglet. So you know, we want to thank you for coming through, Rev. Thank you, know, you for uh, you know, congratulations on all your success, everything Thank that's you. going on in your life, and and you know, I mean, shit. We wish you the, you know, everything you know you got coming to all the, you know, the whole world. Thank you. It's at your, it's at your so feet, much. you know. 
<laughs> and uh, before we roll out though, um, any shout outs? Uh, also, social media. Yeah, definitely. My social media is at Reverie Love, and I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. You could just Google me. Even my website is reverielove.com. And I want to give a big shout out to Loudon. He and I have a new album out. It's called Where the Dark Side Ends. It's available everywhere, wherever you listen to music. Oh. Apple Music, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, SoundCloud, YouTube. It's out everywhere. Yeah. You heard thank it. Thank you so you much for it. having me. No, thank you for coming through. I mean, I, I know you're a busy woman. You're all, all over the place. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we've been trying to get you yeah, a set an interview for a long time. But I know, it's been a while. Yeah, but, 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 hey, we're glad we finally got it. Uh, yes, today's hey, the thank day. Thank you for coming through. Yes, Appreciate it. Yes, you're very it. welcome. That's Reverie Doggies. When? <laughs>